running my race, running my race till I'm one of the all-time greats. Skate, running my race, running my race till I'm one of the all-time greats. Wait, wait, wait. Running my race, running my race till I'm one of the all-time greats. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Paradisos, where if you change your thoughts, you can change the world. That is right. That is right. We are back with another installment with myself, Dennis, and of course, my wonderful brother, Ray. Yo. Yo is right. So today is a very special day for numerous reasons um as you guys may know when ray and i record for these wonderful amazing podcast episodes we're usually in different states but today we are in the same not only the same state but in the same room recording we're we're sitting at the same table and you know what's so funny is when you say that we're from different states like it's only New York City and Jersey, so it's not really right. as far as you just made that sound. Yeah. Um, today is also a special day because it is our first Saturday morning show, one of many that we will be recording, um, along with our guest show, which starts next Tuesday. Every Tuesday, we'll be introducing a new guest. Hopefully a new guest. Uh, every Friday is Freestyle Friday, so we're going to get on, talk about whatever's on our mind, unscripted, unedited, and just let the ball roll. And come Saturdays, everyone should grab a cup of coffee, some decaf, some iced coffee, Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, whatever floats your boat. You sit back, relax, and listen to what we hope is an amazing show. So today... This morning, we are talking about lenses of perception. Hey, uh, real quick, before we get into anything crazy, um, I just want to say it is very, very humbling and a blessing to be doing the things that we're doing now. And, you know, we do these things because they're on our hearts and they mean a lot to us. And I hope you guys really, really enjoy what we're doing. And this is all for a reason. Uh, the reason is, is, is we have these, these, man, how would we call them? Uh, not just ideas, but. Desires? Yeah, these desires, the, the hunger to, you know, change, change a lot and, and to help people see uh, the good in themselves. And this is just very, very humbling. And a lot of things have been happening for us. Uh, knock on wood, uh, but the universe and, you know, the higher power is helping and it's a wonderful feeling to now be here back in the house that, I don't know, I don't want to say that Dennis built, but uh, <laughs> your mom, but it's it's weird. It's weird to sit here and look at you. It's, it's weird. Uh, it's fun. And uh you know, dreams come true because who would have thought like we only saw this recently in our minds and look at where we are now. I mean, we started from the bottom. I mean, we're still here at the bottom. This is a little packed room, you know, and this is a little space. Not everybody sees this, but but we're here and this is very humbling and we're very grateful for all these opportunities and 
uh, wonderful things we can do for you guys and, and bring to to your ears and your minds and your hearts. And yeah, all right. Amazing, amazing. So let's jump right in. So we are talking today about lenses of perception. And you guys are probably wondering, lenses of perception? What? What? Huh? Um, before I get into the information that we have, I came across this website called lensesofperception.com, uh, written by this man called Doug Marman, who's a writer, lecturer, and leading classes on the exploration of consciousness for more than 40 years. Um, so this is his blog, and he talks about uh, science, physics, neuroscience, stuff like that. Not all of it that's on the website I agree with, but there are some stuff that's interesting and that I, I, I care to explore more. So before I get into what lenses of perception are, according to us and the article we came across, Ray, this is, of course, one of the questions that are not going to be or that wasn't spoken about before the podcast. What was your first thought when you heard the phrase lenses of perception? Because when I first heard it, I was just like, I remember the day and everything. Like, wait, what? What did I just see? Lenses of perception. Were, were we together? Yes. We were in my house and we were watching the YouTube. Right after the gym. Right after the gym. We were in the house. We were watching London Real. Jason Silva was the guest. Second time watching it. Your well, second my time. My second time My watching first it. time. And he said it and I was just like, wait, wait, wait. Go back? What did he just say? So what was your first reaction when you, when you heard the phrase lenses of perception? What was your... Before he went on to give that amazing, elaborate explanation to it. I think when when we, well, when I first heard it, it kind of, it kind of gives you this, it lets you jump back and, and you can look at something from a different perspective or you just notice that there was another perspective. You know, there's another, you know, maybe I might, not be seeing this the way I should be, or if you take a look at it, what made me look at the world the way I look at it now? So when he said that, it kind of changed. I mean, this huge, like, like an epiphany, like I'm looking at the world in, you know, in a way that I might not even know existed. Right. And, for him to say that was just like a huge, huge, I don't want to say reality check. I don't want to see wake up call, but it just hit. confirmation. Yeah, it, it hit me like, damn, like I must have like I could be doing this all wrong. This this is this is could have could have been wrong the whole time. And like I said, you, you, you can jump back out of yourself and and see that, you know, maybe. Maybe I should get a little more, you know, in depth with, you know, what what my mind really like has stored in it from you know, from childhood. Right. What's what it's capable of. Yeah, but also, you know, what what we're here, what we're we're told and heard when we're young, you know, gives us this perception of reality. Right. That's that's what I think is important. But like like you said, when he said like these lenses, like if we could just remove them. And it kind of just broadens your horizon of thought like, damn, like this is definitely possible. Amazing. So according to this 
website called Lenses of Perception, written by Doug Mormon. He states that lenses are ways of seeing. They frame everything we perceive. They make sense of the situations we find us we find ourselves in, the people we meet, even the way we see ourselves. They allow us to understand everything from art to relationships to teamwork. That's such a beautiful definition of what lenses of perception are. Facts. So why are lenses important? I know that's very blunt, but I mean, let's get straight to it. Why why are lenses so important according to that to to that definition of what lenses are and what lenses of perception are? It's how we see ourselves, how we see relationships, how we see teamwork, how we see everything. So why are they important? Again, uh first off, that was absolutely you know, amazing what you just said and it helps you again jump back into a perspective of man is it right is is do i have the right pair on because again you you might be viewing the world in a way that you've only been shown mm-hmm. and until you really like gain that knowledge and and understand you know, these things in the world, then you might not know you have the right pair on. But as soon as you dive in to maybe this all isn't the way it seems, you know, maybe I have to get more in depth with myself. Then you begin to figure out, like, I mean, there's tons of things we could talk about. The way, you know, just the one thing with, racism Mm -hmm. just still you know this is 2019 yep and people are born into this you know with with these with this pair of lenses on that this is what it is but at the end of the day you know we're all human beings we're all one race doesn't matter so yeah so uh, again i think lenses are important but i think having the right pair on at any given time is just as important and is so so adapting new lenses is it is it created by choosing to from experiences from other people or all of the above all of the above for sure you know being born in this environment of New York City, mm-hmm. and it's just so, like how everyone thinks it is, fast pace. Everyone's very in their own, you know, their own self, and a lot of people are nasty. It's just that's just how this New York mentality is. Right. But again, if if we're thinking on those terms, it's all of what people and 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 the lenses they have and how they're seeing the world at that time. That's what creates you and. In all, you know, in all aspect. Not only your lenses, but, you know, that's what makes you as a human being, as your personality, your characteristics. It determines everything you do on a daily basis. And I heard, uh, okay, critical thinking class last semester. Which, according to you, is amazing, by the way. Which, according to me, is if you want to have an eye-opener, go to LaGuardia Community College. New York City. Long Island City. Yeah, this is just, 
you know, they're not giving me nothing for this, but for sure, I mean, if you want to have an eye opener in your life, definitely need to take critical thinking in, in LaGuardia. With who, by the way? Oh man, I forgot her name. Oh. But she's she's an amazing teacher. She's from Canada. She got all these wonderful facts. She doesn't. She doesn't. It's it's better to look at you know our life and our country from a different person's point of view that's not from here. So I don't think it's real. A lot of people could be biased in all ways. You know, yeah. when you say bias, it's kind of like having those kind of lenses mm -hmm. on, too. It's right. the same thing. Right. But uh, she gave a quick story. I'm, I'm going to go off on a quick story. Uh, there's a white lady. She's born, so let's say she's born middle America. I don't mm -hmm. know, Idaho or something, right? And, and This great, is your professor telling this, this is story. Our professor, this is our professor telling the story in class. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, because it kind of sounds exactly like lenses of perception. Okay. So... She ends up moving to, which is crazy. Sorry to interrupt you, which is crazy because there are just things in the, in in the world that we experience that are certain things that we don't even realize. Like you just realized, I'm sure that that story had, I'm sure, to do with lenses of perception. Yeah, and you never I, realized. This just came off the top of the head. How this kind of almost sounds exactly the same, and and the story goes how this lady from Middle America comes to, uh, man, what's it, Soho? You know, Soho's busy. Soho's very diverse. All of this crazy stuff, and you know, say this lady, and and mind you, this is the uh, teacher, the professor telling the story, okay. and this lady's walking down the block, but from her, you know, from her way of living, they have this thought on you know African Americans in a certain way, you know, that they, they got this perception of these bad things and. Bad things will happen once you come around these different people, and, and not that they've not that they've experienced it, but that just all they saw on media. Or, and yeah, or that's all they're taught, right. like passed down from you know their bias, just their family, whatever right, their culture right. is. That's just gonna end up being passed down. That's not, you know, children don't don't learn. They usually just learn from the beginning right. with their family. And yeah. uh, so again, this lady's from Middle America. She's now in Soho and. She sees a black dude and he's running and he's running towards her and all of a sudden she turns around and when she turns around, all she feels is fear and like, oh my God, this guy's about to get me. But really, it was just a guy running and he was jogging. Exercising. Exercising and just ran past the lady. So, you know, like her life flashed before her eyes because of this perception of oh my god this guy's gonna get me because he's african-american and you know just from that awful story puts lenses in in an aspect that is definitely very very important that people might not even be looking at the world in a right way and it's uh it definitely needs to be changed for sure that saddens my heart man yeah for sure you know as we were younger also too i've tried to make tons of changes in my life i've always looked at people in a certain way and when i look at them i always get a thought in my mind of like oh man look at this bozo or yeah. oh look at the way this retard is dressed and it's just like i don't know why I, I felt like that i was just i think it was always just hearing the nonsense mm -hmm. bullshit from us being just so young and it's just come going friends. and like i've heard my mother do it recently yeah. just recently my mother do it like if it was nothing and I'm just looking at it like, oh, damn, this is where I learned this dumb ass lenses, you know, from someone who might not also be as aware. smart. Yeah, or also aware of what lenses she has on at the same time. So, you know, again, as you grow, 
you, you hope to hear something or come in contact with this that's going to broaden your horizon of, of what your beliefs really are and how they reflect in, in your lenses of perception. Absolutely. So, for example, the image of a plane flying across the sky makes sense because we have a lens that shows us what it is. We learned what planes are as children. Uh, we know that there are people inside. They aren't as tiny as they look, but they move faster than they seem. We also learn to recognize when someone is angry or when a mother is worried because she lost track of her child while shopping. Lenses give us the ability to bring the world into focus, to put things into perspective. We literally can't fathom anything without lenses. Psychologists call them perceptual sets, which in psychology is a predeposition to perceive things in a certain way. Perceptual sets occur in all different senses. They can be long-term, such as a special sensitivity to hearing one's own name in a crowded room, or short-term, as in the ease, as in the case with which hungry people notice the smell of food. Because they bundle our comprehension of events, people, and situations. So, to touch back a little again as to why lenses are important um, and why they're so powerful, because they formed from using tools. The more a tool changes our life or the environment or the people we're surrounded, like Ray mentioned, mm -hmm. the more it shapes what we see. For mm -hmm. example, the introduction of cars, trains, planes, gave people the chance to visit and see faraway places for the first time. Their lives changed. The feeling of being rooted to a place gave way to a sense of freedom and the desire to explore. People today see the world differently because of those tools. The invention of television had a similar impact. The generation who first grew up with TV began picturing the events of their lives as if they were watching a screen in their minds. Visual images became more important. They know more about the whole world but lost touch with their next door neighbor. Mm. A similar change took place 2,000 years earlier when the written word became popular. According to Plato, the wisdom that had been passed down from generation to generation through audible, through speaking stories, became lost. It was replaced by a false sense of truth found in books, according to Plato, which is ironic because we only know about Plato because of the books he wrote. Facts. All great leaps in civilization come from the use of new tools. Spoken language, the written word, the cultivation of crops and livestock, all change us and the way we see life. Damn. Um... In other words, beliefs, thoughts are secondary. We got it backwards. Our beliefs don't define the way we see. Lenses are the true source. They shape our beliefs. Our ways of seeing emerge subconsciously. We learn first and foremost from our experiences. So it leads me to my next question. Why? I mean, we kind of answered it. Yeah, we kind of we, we went over it. We kind of, why we need different lenses. Um... You know, I mean, the I see what 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 the next one is. Um, you know, different lenses towards towards our perception of the world. They're they're important because somebody that you know, for instance, a lot of a lot of people I've been coming in contact with uh, recently have just this this thought of you know, it's just they're looking at something one way. And there's no, there seems like there's no way past that one way they're stuck in. And when I talk to whoever I may be talking to or whoever is feeling a certain way or whatever it may be, I just try to show them that, you know, there's a different way to look at something at the moment, right? Uh, what's that quote by Einstein? Einstein says, 
There's two ways to look at the world. One of them is everything is a miracle, and then the other one is everything is not a miracle. Mm. When when you begin to to see whatever your circumstance may be, if if you want that to change, you will obviously, you know, have a different lens on. You'll mm-hmm. you'll be able to see a different way. Mm-hmm. You'll be able to to understand what's going on at the moment and then be able to change that into seeing something better. You know, it's hard for people. What's that quote you put up last time uh, by Tom? What's this guy's last name? Um, Tom Belayhu. Yeah. Uh, Impact Theory. Yes. Wonderful guy. Wonderful guy. Um, uh, what's that quote? You can't really see past limitations. It was something like that. People can't see past their own limitations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So... I mean, if you if you have this perception on on something and and you really can't see past that, it will you know determine what is uh, the outcome. So when you start to realize that, you know, like you said, the the thoughts and and beliefs and experiences from a young age, all you know, like sculpt, you know, these these we keep saying lenses. But, I mean, but what that's what they are. I mean, I don't really want to say the way of seeing things. You know, it could also be maybe subconsciously how we see the world. Okay. You know, I, I don't know where that came from, but that just came out of nowhere. But uh, in other words, it's just it's not the conscious mind. It's not what we're actually thinking. It's just a thought that came out of nowhere that naturally happens. Yeah, it's just this. I think it's this repetitive, repetitive things we've seen from so young till now. And I don't know. It's, it's hard for... Uh, Again, a lot of people just see one way. And if you can't get past that one way, it's going to be hard to even realize that you even have a pair of lenses that can be changed. Right. You know, what, what What Jason Silva says, you can, no, no, no. You know you have lenses, but you can't see the lenses themselves. Oh, yes. Right? Damn. Is, is that what that is? Oh, so that just gave me the chills. Yeah, it's, it's. If you can't, again, if you can't see that there is other ways or, or realize that you're looking at something uh, a certain way, it will be hard to change. But, again, there's hope. Uh, imagination is, uh, what did our man Hill say? What's this guy's first name? Napoleon Hill. He said something like. He said a lot of things. Nah, he said he said the imagination is the most powerful thing. Yeah, as long as as long as you keep your imagination right, everybody take a deep breath. We have lenses; they can be changed. We can change the way we think. Always have a different pair; they're very important. And you can look at the world in many different ways. Just don't. Uh, I would say don't limit yourself, for sure. So before we go to break, I wanted to share what what I saw. Why we need different lenses? So. Uh, before we can know why we need different lenses, we need to know how to change our lenses. Like Ray said, like Jason Silva, is we usually see through our lenses. We usually see because of our lenses, but we don't really see the lenses themselves. You first need to let go of your way of seeing before you can switch to another lens. Doing that can be sometimes a bit unsettling. It means losing your sense of who you are and... Ah, I'm sorry. My chicken scratches. It's uh, losing your uh, a sense of who you are 
and how you fit in this world, basically forgetting about who you are. Lastly, you must pass through a zone where it feels as if something is totally wrong. Only then can you truly understand why we need different lenses. And with that, I'll leave you for now. Um, I know you want to respond. I know it's great, but leave it for after the break because we got to go to break. Um, got to go to break. Got to listen to our wonderful sponsors that help us continue to make these wonderful uh, Paradiso's episodes. So when we come back, we're going to talk about what different lenses uh, do towards the perception of the world and raise response to what I just said, I'm assuming. So uh, when we come back, uh, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, Paradisos, change your thoughts. You can change the world. We'll be right back. Okay, and we are back. Paradisos, change your thoughts. You can change the world. I'm just going to continue saying it, guys, because it's just that simple. Which, by the way, Ray came up with that slogan. You know, what's wild is uh, rest in peace, uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer from, you know, he taught here over here in St. John's University. Wonderful man. If you guys get to check him out, he has wonderful, wonderful work. Um, His was change your thoughts. And, uh, man, what was it? Change your thoughts and something. It was something else after that. But he is, well, I'll get it. It'll come back to my mind, and then I'll say it. But as of right now, he is the only one, coincidentally, that has that first three lines, change your thoughts. And I, I didn't really, I didn't know. It just came from out of the blue. And I believe it. So, But, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just that simple. Change your thoughts, you can change the world. But, um. Ray, you wanted to, I'm assuming, respond to what I said about why we need different lenses. No? I think it's change your thoughts, and then you can change your life. I think that's what just popped into my head. I think that's Wayne Tyre's thing. But, uh, no, I just wanted to say uh, good job on the (laughs) note-taking. I mean, you're writing good things. The chicken scratches. It was was really instilled in me, specifically in eighth grade, note-taking, because it was just so important back then. So I, I guess that's why. That's so good, I guess. I guess. I mean, for you, yeah, but also, you know what they say. Uh, you should always write your thoughts down. And if you want something, the only way it gets, you know, let's just throw this out there. Anyway, something will get engraved subconsciously is writing it down. Yeah, they say at least for 21 straight days, you're writing something. So it could become uh, a habit. Yeah, and it's still thought in the back of your And if you haven't listened to our Habits is Greater Than Resolution episode, yeah. definitely check out some Just good stuff. Good gouge for you guys out there. Definitely. So we said we were going to get into our next topic. Um, and time is running low, but it's okay if we go a little over. This is some good stuff, even though I don't want to. But so what do I mean, Ray didn't really want to want me to ask this question, but I think what he has to say towards it is, is good even though it doesn't really answer it. Uh, what do different lenses do towards our perception of the world and other people and other things and situations and et cetera? You know, what's so funny is I don't even really remember what I was saying before, oh which is goodness. hysterical. Um, what was it? I don't know, but the only thing that I wrote down is... Uh, oh, you said... But it, what I wrote down first was you would have to look past your current lenses. And, and okay, here we go. So it was something in this sort 
it was you said that we don't have to look back to the lenses because we're no longer there yeah so once i think you've come to the to the realization that lenses are real we do have them and i think when you begin to change i mean jim Rohn says says personal development you know usually takes a lifetime because you're always just growing and uh I think once you look past maybe those weaknesses that you've had in a prior, I wouldn't say pair of lenses, but once you've changed them and moved forward, I believe that, you know, you've already made that impact to overcome what has been prior. So I don't think there's no looking back towards that. Maybe, you know, maybe realizing that the lenses that you have now you might have to change those a little bit also or not change them. Let's not say change them, but just add to your plethora of knowledge or just make them better. But Plethora, great word. Yeah, I never think you should ever look back. Uh, also, Jim Rohn, man, this guy, Jim Rohn, un- yep. un- unbelievable. Um, he talks about look at the past as a learning experience such as school once you look at the past of school you won't really be into the whole emotional aspect of the past you look past it so once you move past your old emotions and how you you know look at reality uh just move forward i don't think you would have to uh again so along with having different lenses you also have to develop and undevelop old lenses you have to let go of some lenses to use some new lenses yeah because it's just endless growth right. if you just keep growing you know those those ideas or those beliefs you've had prior is just they're just gone after that they're just you don't need them no more for example quick story before we go um you know when we were little you know the, the neighborhood we're from ridgewood you know you don't you you, you don't go certain ways you don't you you don't go past here. You don't go past there. I, I was taught as a young kid, you know, we don't we don't go past Nickabaca. We don't go past Bushwick or mm-hmm. there's a bad people over there. Yeah. And then little did I know, you know, one of my best friends that's still my best friends today. Uh, you know, met him in church. Met him in church, Pentecostal church. How ironic! Amazing. Ray talking about Pentecostal church. One day, one day. I I love I love the church. Uh. <laughs> My man lived on Nostrand and Gates. <laughs> talk about bad. Talk about being in a place I couldn't even imagine, you know, at the age of 10 years old, like Nostrand and Gates. That's from, okay, um, I'm 31. We're going back 21 years, you know, 21 years. My goodness, the world has changed so much. But Nostrand and Gates is... A five-minute bike ride from Mossy Projects. You know that's how close we were to, to the this perception of oh my goodness, this is where the killers and the bad yeah. people are. Drug dealers. Yeah, yeah. This is where the shit goes down at. And this this perception that I had as as a child, taught from obviously you know where it's been taught from, from my own neighborhood, from my own culture, my own family, family, friends, family. Yeah, all that. of this nonsense that everyone else has. You know. I would say me and our brother, our other brother, Jay, we were the only two white kids <laughs> in the whole, I don't even, I don't want to call it a hood, 
But in this whole hood that we thought was a terrible hood, terrible place with all these really bad people, and and I'm not even going to lie. I used to walk around with a do-rag on. You, know? <laughs> I, you put me on to a do-rag. You, you know what I'm saying? I'm the, I, am, I have the whitest, whitest hair on earth. You know, Yugoslavian jeans, they have them thin white hair. Yeah, for guys, sure. for for you for those who don't know, me and Ray do have different moms. Yes. His mom is Yugoslavian. My mom is Dominican. It's Dominican, so yeah. We definitely have different skin tones. I probably would have fit in more in those neighborhoods back then. But but not me. But definitely not Ray. Not me. Ray is white as rice. Well, I am white as wall paint. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? White wall paint. Uh, but the the honest truth is I didn't get into one fight. Not one fight. One argument, I'm assuming. Only, so let me finish the thought. The only fight I got into was started by myself. Never no one else. No one ever. I mean, we told jokes about each other. That's all we had when we were kids was jokes and... Cutting on each other. Cutting cutting each other's ass all day. You know, we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have beepers. There were still pay phones outside 21 years ago. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole different world. But this perception that I had as a child was... (laughs) Yo, this neighborhood is bad. These people are awful, and it's just total shit. You know, it's it, it's for people to really to really listen that what you might believe and know may definitely, like you said, be passed from just experiences. Did you ever? Sorry to interrupt you, but did you ever come back from those neighborhoods? Because you used to, you used to tell me stories of like you, you were always there. You was always on North Shore and Gates playing basketball always. all the time. YMCA on Bedford always. And, and clearly, it wasn't a bad place. Clearly, you wasn't affected by a predominantly African American neighborhood. Yes. Two white boys hanging around with do rags playing basketball. Clearly, it wasn't an issue. Cool. Did you? Did the thought ever? I mean, you, I mean, you was young. I doubt the thought came ever. But did you, did the thought ever come to your mind to come back to where you were from and be like, yo, it's really not that bad. I, I'm a white kid with a do-rag on playing basketball with a bunch of black kids. You know, it's it's great you asked that because it's kind of where, where I, it doesn't really have anything to do with the story, but where we are now, you know, mentally. We try to sit and have conversations with people and people look at us in a way like, yo, y'all bugging. Yeah. I don't want to think no other way. Right. This is the only way I'm going to think. And that's that's where, where people's uh, problems are. Even if I would have said no matter what, yo, there's no drama. We could all go and play ball and no one's going to fight or get shot. Their lenses would have blocked what you were saying. Yeah, their their lenses, their beliefs, their perception of this this hubri hubra, you know, uh, underworld of to bad people, that it still would have been engraved in them because, and I'm not even going to lie, I brought a couple of friends to a, a basketball tournament over here in 93, and, you know, the dudes over here were just like, yo, Ray brought the whole hood. You know what I'm saying? But again, those are their lenses and how they saw their reality at that time. And it's just a whole bunch of nonsense bullshit. You know, don't believe the hype. You are what you think. If if you want to feel a certain way, you know, I think you, you, you deserve to look at things not from, you know, the way you've been raised, but look at it as a unbiased lens and then you determine how you feel from there right. don't just go like you got this you already got this prejudgment on how this is already going to be like everyone else at that time just trying to tell me how bad everything was and 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 all like i said in all retrospect is just bullshit
So there's a saying, which I'm sure you're aware of, is you need to walk a mile in another person's shoes to know them, right? Facts. Unfortunately, it isn't that simple. Accountants and actors have different lenses. Artists and scientists are also different, and they rarely cross paths. The gap that separates generation can be significant, even between people who have lived with each other for years. We see breakdowns in communication because we use different tools and have different experiences growing up, which is what you were mentioning. We are often baffled by people. How can someone be so cruel? Why don't they see humor in the situation the way we do? Our modern civilized world is more divided than ever. We thought back then when you was in Nordstrom and Gates playing ball, it was divided, which it wasn't. Real quick, I'm sorry to cut you off in this wonderful thought. You're you're going, you're good. Go ahead. So another quick, just terrible perception. JV, we had a game in... Bedford at the YMCA. You know, basketball. Basketball. He's talking about basketball. I've already been there prior. You know what I'm saying? I know the rules. Mm-hmm. I know who's there. I know who goes there. And we had this game. We won. I looked at my coach. You know, I'm still in high school. This is ten, This is now 10th grade. 10th grade, 2004, right? 2004, not even that long ago. Right. And I look at my coach. And I didn't have a phone at the time, but I knew my boy was going to be home. He lived right around the block. No yeah. shooting gates, right around the block. I looked at my coach. I said, y'all, I'll see y'all later. Coach looked at me and said, hey, Ray, where you going? I said, I'm going to my boy's house around the block. He goes, you staying in this neighborhood? You're, you're going to stay here for real? <laughs> I don't real? to laugh, but. It, it's like I said. And, you know, he was a grown man. You know, you're a teacher. You're 30, maybe. You to be an example. You should be an example, but he has, like I said, people don't even know exactly that there's there's lenses, and that just that another story just adds to that fact. Without a doubt. So our modern civilized world is more divided than ever. We have fragmented into a growing number of special interests for special for simple reasons. We have increasingly become a society of specialists. Specialized skills make us more valuable but they also distance us from each other. We are like ships passing in the night. This is the problem of our times. So going sort of back to different lenses is it all happens because letting go of our lens feels threatening at an unconscious level. That single problem has held people back in countless ways. And me, speaking for myself, of course, it's it's definitely held me back in countless ways. It stuns our ability to grow and understand sometimes. We can't see what is even right in front of our eyes. So the root of the problem is that we keep trying to see all of life through one lens. Wow. So... I mean, we can go on and on. Wow, wow. (laughs) We can go on, but I just want to finish with one final thought, and then, Ray, you can finish with one final thought, and it's rational thought and logic isn't the answer. Belief, one's belief isn't the problem. We need to learn how to change lenses and see in new ways. We need to realize that these uncomfortable feelings are normal. Like Ray says a bunch of times, they're the signs that we're growing. Uncomfortable feelings are signs that we're growing. Once we can come to grips with what the world, once we can, in other words, understand those feelings and and understand that there's a signs of going, we can come to grips with that the world makes a lot more sense. Wow. Uh, In my closing, I just want to say 
if you guys can can take a step back, look at your lenses, understand how you feel, understand how you look at this world. Everyone is love. Everyone is, we're all beautiful people in many ways. Also, I've been coming across a lot of people who've just been feeling down lately. I know this is kind of off topic, but you know, these are, t- these are to those people also. Don't see, don't see the pain right now. Don't see, don't let your lenses see, you know, the struggle now. See past it. If you can see past it, you know, you can be it. If you can use your imagination to, to see where you're going to be, you will definitely be there. Uh, again, this is a humbling experience for me. I'm very grateful to be here. I'm very grateful for our listeners to listen and uh, just love yourself, love the world, and until next time. But there is an answer, and I'm going to finish with this. We simply need to find different lenses. So going to leave you guys with that. On my end, uh, thank you so much for everyone who tuned in to listen this wonderful Saturday morning. Um, like Ray said, this is so humbling. It's it's so amazing how when you have an idea, when you have a thought, when you want to do something in life and you're disciplined and you're you're motivated and you're hungry, it can all come to fruition if you put the work in. Facts. So along with everything we ever say on this podcast is one simple thing we want you guys to understand is if you can always be happy. If you desire something, put in the work. Simple as that. Go out there, put in the work. No one's stopping you, but you guys. We can go on and on about philosophical wisdom. Yeah, nothing's impossible. Nothing's impossible. We could go on and on about philosophical wisdom from a, a 25-year-old and a 31-year-old, ironically. But Wow. Um, but again, we, we, we're, we're not saying we're better than anyone. We're not saying we're smarter than anyone. You know, there are a bunch of amazing podcasts out there that share wonderful information but we just want to be one of them we just want to spread happiness love joy uh knowledge and just be all one with each other um please please support if you go to uh anchor.fm slash um i'm sorry anchor.fm slash paradisos slash support i believe it, it should be on on, on the podcast i i can't think of it at the moment but please support it's 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 a monthly payment that you can pay um to support this podcast that we can continue developing our audio we can soon um introduce video and, and uh, vlogs and episodes that you can watch on youtube um it, it's either 99 cents or 4.99 or 10.99 it's just simple payments that you can pay monthly and you know we're not asking for much if you can't that's fine we just as, as long as you're listening but if you can if it's in your heart and you would like to bless us, please, we would be honored, humbled, if you can help us continue to share this information. Um, don't forget to like, uh, download, subscribe, share with everyone. And, uh, you know, don't forget the Instagram, uh, Dennis the Menace, right? That's what it is. Yep. Mine, King Jaffe Joe 24 And anything you need, anyone, just, you could DM us. Anything on your mind, anything you want to talk about, we're here. And again, just be love and and we love you all. And 
before we go, uh, don't forget to uh, follow us on social media, like Ray said, and also follow Paradisos on Twitter. That's uh, Paradisos101. So it's not Paradisos Pod anymore. I think I changed it to Paradisos101. And uh, we're doing, uh, along with many other things that we're going to be introducing, we introduced uh, Fortune Cookie Fridays, Mm. where every Friday we're going to be sharing uh, our favorite fortune cookie quotes on our twitter so don't don't forget to check that out again be loved be happy um uh share knowledge we love you all god bless you all until next time this is paradisos change your thoughts you can change the world goodbye my beautiful people